The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste, to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sounds of your greeting reached my ears, the infants in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months, and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. This Sunday, we have First Holy Communion for our, our little ones. At 10 a.m. Mass, we have First Communion in English, and then following, we have the 12 p.m. in Spanish. And as we're teaching the kids about Holy Communion, there's going to be, and I, and I predict from the kids, because we've been teaching them for this past year, about the beauty, the magnificence, and the centrality of the Holy Eucharist in the Christian way of life. And when they will receive our Lord for the first time this Sunday, it's going to be underwhelming for them. Because as we all know, the bread still tastes, our Lord still tastes like bread. And if they receive, when they receive the precious blood, it will taste like wine. But that's a beautiful thing, to be underwhelmed by the Eucharist in that sense. Because in other words, God tends to be boring. If you look all throughout salvation history, God always uses the small, the insignificant, the tiny, the plain, to manifest his majesty. Why did he choose the Jewish people to be the chosen ones? They weren't an amazing empire. They didn't have grand colosseums or marble palaces or mighty temples like the Greeks and the Romans did. No. In fact, he said himself, I chose you because you are the least. Or think about the devil. It is said that why, why did the devil rebel against God? 
Tradition holds that it's because God revealed that he would take on human flesh and unite it to himself in Jesus. Why was the devil upset at that? Because he said, you're going to take frail human flesh and make it higher than us? You're going to take the boring? And he rebelled. And to usher in his salvation plan, he would use a teenage girl, not from a mighty family, but Mary. One of the reasons why people have a hard time accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior is because he looked like everybody else. He was boring. When our Lord was preaching in his public ministry, do you remember what the people said when they heard from what town he was from? Nazareth? Nothing good comes from Nazareth. Nazareth, in other words, is boring. The Messiah comes from there. The Holy Eucharist can be underwhelming for those people without faith. It is bread, it is wine, it is common. Ah, but when you know your Bible, it is God being the same boring self. And that's the most magnificent part about it.